Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stark or Stank. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Josh. Hello, it's the podcast that refuses to die. It's still going. We're here. We did it two weeks in a row, baby. Look, this is the start of a roll, right? Yep, that's it. And we only have to watch a movie this week. It's going to be great. Well, next, yes. Next week, we'll watch a movie. This week coming. This, yes. This coming week, we will watch a movie. (gasps) Remember when this used to be about movies? (laughs) Crazy. What a time to be alive. Uh, this week, we are talking about a series uh, called Loki. Uh, now, th- this only just hit me today. Mm-hmm. We're only talking about the first season of Loki. There's a second season coming. So at some point, we will have to talk about the second season of Loki. And I don't know if we're going to rank it on its re-rank own the series? or or just re-rank the whole series. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't considered this. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just thought about this oh, today. <laughs> oh, God, it's all falling apart. So, <laughs> I think the best thing to do is have an episode where we talk about the second season and then re-rank the whole series. Yeah, well, look, if we're doing this on Letterboxd as we have been doing, I don't, like, they wouldn't add a series as its own separate thing, right? A, no. A season, rather. That's right. So I think that's going to have to be how it works. Yeah. So, for, like, I feel like this is going to place fairly well. Mm-hmm. Not not to call any shots right now or anything. Sure. But I know you're going to fight for it. Uh, and I feel I feel pretty positively about it mm-hmm. overall. So it's really up to season two on whether this stays at a fairly high spot or if yep. it shits the bed and we put it b- below Iron Man 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> below uh, It would really have to... Oh, my God. That, <laughs> would be be the, that would be the biggest drop in quality since... Like, man, they really, really fumbled that. Holy shit. Since Heroes. It's like going from, like, seasons one through seven of The Simpsons to season 23 in a fucking instant... Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, season one of Heroes, mm. great, top-notch TV. One of the best seasons of TV ever made. It. Season two, one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think I've seen a single episode of season two of Heroes. Oh, you're lucky. Oh, so Heroes as a concept remains uh, evergreen in my mind. Of course, yes. Lucky you. You didn't have to put up with... Silas road trip. That's literally oh. what the the bad guy from the first season is just he's just on a fucking road trip. Yeah, that's I feel like that's ringing bells, but yeah, nothing stuck. Yeah. If I did see any of season two, there's none of it up here. Yes. Well, anyway, we're talking about Loki this week. Um, sure are. not heroes. This is this is Marvel's- that's a different podcast. Uh, yeah, that's that's where we do our heroes recap. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh god, no. I didn't even watch that when it, Heroes Reborn when they brought it back for 
Oh, I forgot about how many that. episodes. I don't know how Jesus. long that was. Uh, anyway, this is Marvel Studios' first villain-centric project and the first MCU Disney Plus show to be renewed for a second season. Uh, one of the original ideas for the show had Loki popping up throughout human history as an unlikely influence on historical events, which is what I remember it being pitched as when uh, when we first knew it was happening. Uh, that, yeah, and that uh, that's going to come back later. <laughs> yeah, when we talk about things. Mm-hmm. The Time Variance Authority headquarters was inspired by the Atlanta Marriott Marquis Hotel, a 50-story building with a distinctive atrium chamber that spans the whole length of the building and has elevators and bridges. I looked it up. You know the you know the shot where uh, Loki and uh, and Mobius. Mobius, not Mobius. Oh was... damn it! It's Morbid time. <laughs> Shit. Are uh, in the elevator and they're going down. There's like just all the you can see all the levels. Mm-hmm. That's literally what the inside of this building looks like. That's it, that's oh, it. That is the building. That's fucking cool. I know it's sick. I looked it up. It's fucking rad looking. Um, Spoilers. Both Aaron and I very much appreciate the look of a lot of things <laughs> in the show, including the TVA. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the first trailer for the second season received over 80 million online views within the first 24 hours. That's more than oh, any yeah. other Disney Plus series, surpassing She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which ended up at 78 million uh, in the first 24 hours. So, yes, season two, hype is real. If there's one thing people love, it's Loki. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Loki will be forever beloved by uh, people who even just vaguely care about the MCU. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, yeah, and, I, and the first season, uh, it, it was it was well-liked. I think it got pretty good reviews from what I remember. Generally positive. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I can see why a season two trailer would be uh, well-received. And uh, before we get into actually talking about the plot of the show, uh, what are your overall thoughts on Loki season one, Josh. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like some aspects of it a lot. Mm-hmm. There's not much I don't like about it, but I do feel like I would have preferred a different version of this show. Yeah. Similar to the one that was pitched originally. Yeah. You want like a, like a Doctor Who villain of the week or like an adventure. Yeah, of literally the week. Doctor Who adventure of the week style thing, but with Loki instead of the Doctor. That in my brain is just like, yeah, that would be fucking cool. Yeah. There's the potential for that sort of setup to veer too far into fan service, especially mm-hmm. with stuff like Marvel Comics and that much like backlog history. Yeah. And I'm not sure I would trust the Marvel Studios of today to not veer too heavily into that. But like mm-hmm. at the time, that concept sounded fucking sick. And yeah. I'm still a little bit bummed that they didn't run with that. What we got is cool, but I don't know if it's as cool. Um, I... <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't really have any ho- hopes for this show going in. Like, I, I thought the trailers looked cool. Um, but going into it, I wasn't hyped for it and I, I wasn't like super excited to watch it really. Um, and the first episode I remember didn't really do it for me. 
Um, it wasn't wasn't only until like the third episode I was really understood where they were going, what they were doing with it, and um, and it really it was really interesting from that point on. But um, so maybe that's where my love of because overall I really like do going like in this with show low a lot. Expectations. I had low expectations, and then it had far exceeded them for me. So um, that's fair. Maybe that's I, the uh, difference. I there. can't really argue with that. Yeah. So now let's talk about the plot of Loki. This comes from a shit website. I wouldn't visit unless I I was. I never visit. <clears throat> Immediately after seizing the Tesseract, as a result from the actions of time displaced Avengers. Loki is arrested by the Time Variance Authority for creating a branched timeline and is taken into their headquarters. Following an extensive screening process, Judge Ravona Renslayer sentences the God of Mischief to be pruned, but I like how it doesn't explain what that is in the synopsis. It's just like, yeah. it's going to prune him. Of course. Uh, who wouldn't know what that is? Yeah, you know, you, you prune people all the yeah, time. exactly. It's just, an, it's just a thing that happens every day. You but, just leave him in water too long and he starts to prune up. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. I'd love if that's actually what happened. That, that's a weird <laughs> show right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, but Agent Mobius M. Mo- Mobius <laughs> intervenes and instead takes him into a time theater for interrogation. As Loki contemplates his ability to possess free will in a predetermined timeline, Mobius shows him his intended future in the sacred timeline, which includes his role in the death of his adoptive mother. Loki is left in disbelief. When Mobius momentarily leaves the room for a briefing with Hunter B-15, Loki manages to escape and retrieves the confiscated Tesseract. However, he discovers it is powerless in the TVA. B-15 rushes to prune Loki, but he returns to the just uh, now every time i see the word prune um that's all i'm gonna think about <clears throat> but Loki he in the tub. <laughs> Loki in the tub just being all wrinkly uh but he returns <laughs> to the time theater and uncovers uncovers more of his future from his strength and bond with thor to his death at thanos's hands uh and that's pretty much episode one it sure is it's uh it is funny that Endgame gives us a uh, basically a fresh start with Loki. Mm-hmm. Not fresh, fresh, but a bit of a retcon. Take yeah. Loki back to pre-Thor the Dark World, yep. where we can you know run around and have fun with this villain Loki. And then the very first episode decides to un-retcon him by having him do his character development that he got across all these movies by watching his character development across these movies. It's not quite the same. Yeah. But it, it, it feels like it's going for that sort of effect. And it comes out with like, I don't know, Loki and it's a weird move to make the retcon, unretcon double switch. I don't think it's an unretcon. Um, I like, I think, like Loki needs to have this information. Like he needs to know what happened after. Sure. And sure. I, but I, d- I just feel like it's it's meant to just in terms of like 
we we need to have loki kind of be the likable loki that we have by the end of his time in the mcu like mm. by the end of uh thor ragnarok yeah and this is the fast way to do it and it makes sense but it's also like this seems weird that we would just revert to that version of loki only to have him kind of fast track his character development a bit yeah i i get i guess um it does, but then it doesn't even necessarily do that he is still kind of a villainous shit but the seeds are planted there for the character development to happen along the course of these six episodes yeah yeah exactly i um i don't mind it like uh, i I think he does need to know that stuff, so it's fine. And it, it doesn't just—he doesn't just automatically just like change. He doesn't. No. He, he's not like all of a sudden. Oh, I'm—I've now got all this knowledge, and therefore I'm caught back up to where I was, and now I'm the, the same as I was. Yeah, we we haven't just clicked undo and then clicked redo <laughs> right. onto Loki. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's just a weird thing. Good. Good face acting in that bit, though. I mm. remember calling this out, like at the time watching it live. Just like, man, that's some fucking good face acting from uh, yeah. Hiddleston there. Hiddleston's good in this whole show. It's great. Mm-hmm. Got the fucking tear. It's good. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you know who else is surprisingly fucking good is mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. Yeah, he's really he's really enjoyable and fun, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, Owen charming, Wilson. like folksy yeah. kind of dude. Yeah, he's great. And- like old Owen Wilson mm-hmm. with the mustache is working. It's good oh, stuff. Yeah. Mobius later recruits Loki to respond to a renegade Loki variant who had been attacking the TVA's Minutemen in various time periods. Loki, Mobius, and B-15 travelled to a 1985 Wisconsin branch in search of the variant who had kidnapped, kidnapped Hunter C-20. They are, however, forced to reset the timeline once Loki stalls for too long. Seeking to use their Loki to understand and help the variant, Mobius assists Loki in testing a theory for finding it hiding within apocalyptic events that travel to 79 AD Pompeii and warn the locals of the impending destruction of the city. No branches are formed, so the pair return to the TVA to investigate details of other apocalypses to discern where the variant is most likely to hide. A hurricane in 2050 Alabama is selected, so Loki, Mobius, and B-15 accompany a Minutemen unit there. The variant, aware of their arrival, enchants B-15 and various civilians to interact with and attack Loki. As the variant reveals herself as a female Loki, Mobius finds C-20, who reveals she had given up the classified location to the creator of the TVA, the Timekeepers. So, um... (laughs) The tech of the TVA is fucking cool. Yes. You see a, like, we're introduced to a lot of it in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Stuff like the time displacement baton. Yeah. Where you can smack someone and they just experience that instant for, what was it, like, one one-hundredth? At one one-hundredth speed or something? It's slow. Yes. It's very slow. Uh, you get to see the fucking collar where you can re re, re- you can rewind people in time to where they were, but you can't rewind the furniture around them. So no. if things happen with that furniture and them, then it's a bit wonky, but mm-hmm. it's fun. Fun stuff. I, uh, I like a lot of the TVA stuff. That fucking destroys people if they're an android. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if I don't know I'm an android? Um, yeah, I like a lot of the TVA stuff. 
uh, a lot of the design, a lot of the like retro future Art Deco sort of this, design. Uh, it, it gave me like a what if Control wasn't brutalist as fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And was instead we went for the Art Deco like mm-hmm. 70s sort of office aesthetic. Yeah. That's what um, that's what it is, yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I love it. I love a lot of the design stuff. The music's fucking great. Uh Yep. Even yeah. little things like the little hourglass slash uh I guess it's a Mobius strip mm-hmm. design on everything. It's yep. subtle in some places, not so subtle in other places. Like it's on the fucking elevator doors and shit. It's yep. It's a really good attention to detail mm-hmm. in that place. Yeah. I feel like it's a real place despite it being absolutely fucking out of this world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, TBA stuff's all good. And, um, yeah, uh, uh, the reveal that, the, the, you know, there's a female variant of Loki. Uh, and There had uh, to be at least one. The fact that there's not more than one so far is kind of wild. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, oh, the, um, the Pompeii scene's fun. Uh, yep. <laughs> just them going to Pompeii and just telling everyone they're going to die. And, um, He's just screaming in what I assume <laughs> is ancient Greek. Yeah. That, hey, we're part of the Time Variance Authority. You people are all fucked. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, the, what was it, 2050 Alabama hurricane? That's yep. like... A rocks on Walmart mm-hmm. type deal. Yeah, that's weird. Hate that. <laughs> I want fuel companies having their own shopping centers. Oh, one day. Hmm. I mean, kind of, it hasn't happened already. Kind of do already. Yeah, they got like you can go to the Caltex and get some milk. I guess mm-hmm. exactly. It's not quite the same. It's exactly the same. Shit, he's right. <laughs> uh yeah. All good stuff. Uh, the variant uses a stash of reset charges to bomb the sacred timeline and create multiple branches, forcing the TVA into action. As she leaves Alabama for the TVA headquarters through a time door, Loki gives chase and leaves Mobius behind. He attempts to recruit the variant to help him take down the timekeepers, but his efforts fall flat. When Ren Slayer arrives, Loki uses a tent. Tempad to transport himself and the variant to 2077 Lamentus 1, a moon doomed to collide with a planet in a few hours. With a planet. Yep. Did they not say the yep. name of the planet? Lament- what was it, Lamentus 1? Well, Lamentus? The, the, Lamentus the 1 the is moon. the moon? That's what this says. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? The place where they shot that really cool wanna. Yeah. Is that why episode three got you? Yeah, exactly. It's the <laughs> end. The end of the episode. So fucking good. God damn it. You and fucking wanners. Love them. With the device low on power and stuck within Loki, the variant revealing her alias as Sylvie L- Laufey Dota. I mean, it's technically correct. That is correct. I just. Yeah, I didn't didn't think about the fact that that was her last Sylvie name. Laufey-Dota. Laufey-Dota, uh is forced to team up with him to survive. The quest to scour for sufficient power sources comes up fruitless, but they learn from a Lamentian homesteader about the Ark, a spacecraft the two hypothesized to be able to recharge the 
recharge the tempad. But while attempting to fair evade a train to the launch base, the fair evade. It's fair evasion. Yeah, look, you always get caught up on the smallest things, like Al Capone for tax evasion. <laughs> These criminals and their fair evasion. And pay for the bus. Oh, goodness. What a bastard. Got a mischief indeed. Up until now, I've given Loki so much. I've, I've forgiven every murder, but fair evasion... Yeah. It's a a bridge too far. Mm -mm. The guards force Loki and Sylvie out, breaking the device in the process. Forced to travel on foot, Loki and Sylvie plan to hijack the Ark and launch it early to avoid certain doom. Along the way, Sylvie reveals to Loki that while enchanting C20 for... Enchanting? Okay. Enchanting C20 for information on the timekeepers, she discovered repressed memories of a life C20 previously had on Earth. Loki learns those who work for the TVA are variants themselves, having been abducted from the sacred timeline. Yeah, so this is where it becomes um, less of a time and space hopping shenanigans show to a dark, shadowy organization mystery show. Uh Things are not all as they seem, which is wild because... The TVA is so fucking fantastical that nothing could have possibly been as it really seemed, and yet it's somehow more mysterious <laughs> than that. Uh, yeah, I mean the TVA is is just a crazy concept. Uh, so it's ripe for this kind of stuff. It's like you, you got to uncover the the mystery of uh, what the fuck's going on here. Like, uh, like they they are so mysterious and strange and powerful that they couldn't possibly not have secrets. Right, exactly. Uh, again, uh, enjoyed this episode, especially the one at the end, uh, which, you know, yep, watching the cool. watching the actual making of, they, they built that whole sort of little town and and ran yeah, around. The neon city set. Yeah. It's fucking sick. It's, I, I always love when they build little towns like that and... I do love a little town. I do love a little town. <laughs> little town for movies like, and stuff. Hey, Thor 1 is still fairly high on our rankings, all things considered. They built a little town for that. They did, but it, was, it wasn't was a cool town. No, but it was like a real little town almost. Sure. They didn't do any oneers, just Dutch it's angles. Really That's all we got. So many. <laughs> Look, what it lacked in oneers we made up for in Dutch angles. <laughs> All of our camera stands were broken, okay? <laughs> um, so the the synopsis mentioned the like reset bombs that they use for pruning timelines, and mm. in real I don't, it dawned on me that we haven't explained what fucking pruning is. The synopsis hasn't. Right. But it's um it's kind of fucked up. They just destroy entire time well, they destroy entire timelines and people in theory. Yeah. But how many people do we see get pruned? Because I feel uh-huh. like personally, there's like that one guy who didn't get a ticket. There's one guy, at the start. yeah. Um, and then uh, some of the when there's a some fight the later, do. some of the guards do. Like yeah, yeah. But only one person has been like 
pruned officially, like <laughs> officially, guy. and it yeah. was the ticket guy. Mm-hmm. Who was that guy? <laughs> He's also the only non-Loki, non-TVA guy we see in the TVA at any right. point, yeah. unless he is a Loki. Maybe. Um... I just got questions. Who the fuck is that guy? Also, <laughs> where was he later? Because you'll see. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the the whole. I mean, again, TBA is sketchy as fuck. So, so the, just being able to like just make people disappear. Uh, you can never trust bureaucracy as just because they don't have a ticket. Um, and uh, and then yeah, setting off the reset bombs. Uh, I, and it's I mean, we don't really flushed. see what that really does. We just it, the implication is enough, I think. Sure, but uh. they look. They have sticks that can fucking destroy people from the timeline. Mm-hmm. As it, it's not do. that far of a reach to be like. They also have bombs that just do that on mass. Mm-hmm. Everything gets wiped. But like, if if people are meant to be in the timeline, they're not going to get mm-hmm. pruned. They're just going to. Be reset, right? Well, I mean, they reset the uh, the delinquent branches, right? By right. getting rid of the branches, and then the branch no longer exists, and so the timeline can continue as it was meant to. Right. Anyway, it's basically, like <laughs> they basically don't explain it like for a reason. Yeah, no, because. Timey wimey bullshit gets fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, arriving at the launch base, Loki and Sylvie dash to the Ark, but are only able to witness its destru- destruction. Preparing for their demises, the two continue to bond, eventually beginning to hold hands. This, however, creates a unique branch in the sacred timeline, and the TVA arrests the duo in the nick of time. <laughs> what were they going to do? <laughs> in the nick of time! <laughs> what were they going to do? They were going to die. <laughs> before, they ho- before they hold two hands! This is, yeah. This is one of the things that I'm like. I, I have to know what the consequences of that are because, like, mm-hmm. they were pretty hopeless. Mm-hmm. They were literally about to die. Yeah. How could they have possibly have gotten out of that situation? Mm. What was <laughs> what was so insane about them holding hands and like forming a connection? Yeah. That could have possibly have caused that much disruption that close to the end. We will never know. I doubt that's ever going to get explained. Nope. Before being thrown into a time cell, Loki informs Mobius of his own variant nature. Confused Mobius. I, I love that everything in the TVA is just whack time in front of it. Put him in the time <laughs> yeah. cell. In the time cell. Uh, what's what's different? What's, time out corner. What's, what's different about the time cell? Uh, it's just a cell. <laughs> There's a clock on the wall. <laughs> it's a clock on the wall. It, you can tell the time. <laughs> it's broken. Don't tell anyone. They'll freak the fuck out. <laughs> we don't have double A's in the TVA, okay? <laughs> Battery, look, batteries are hard to come by. These sticks don't power themselves. Uh, Loki informs Mobius of his own variant nature. A confused Mobius then relays this information to B15. He begins to recognize memories of her, of her own previous life due to Sylvie's enchantment on her. 
In the time cell, Loki is verbally and physically abused by Sif continuously in a time loop, eventually forcing him to confess to his narcissism. While celebrating Sylvie's capture with Renslayer, Mobius swaps his tempad out with hers and excuses himself to the library, where he finds a recording of C-20 that affirms to him of his variant origins. After retrieving Loki from his temporal incar incarceration, Mobius is pruned by Renslayer, who had learned of the tempad swap. She then takes Loki and Sylvie to the Timekeeper's Chamber, where the reformed B-15 assists the two to fight. After knocking out Renslayer, Sylvie then uses her weapon to reveal that the Timekeepers were actually phony animatronics. <laughs> the fact that they are animatronics. Animatronics. Holograms or something stupid <laughs> like that. They're actual robots. <laughs> they're actually. Lucky okay, cheese up here. <laughs> they're actually robots made by Disney Imagineers. Oh no, Abe Lincoln. He's one of the Time Wars. <laughs> Fuck. They're actually reconstituted. It's a small world after all, robots. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just breaking <clears throat> into song. <laughs> oh, damn it. Why do they laugh? When, the, when that one gets its head cut <laughs> so off, the other two just laugh at it. <laughs> and then they power down. They were programmed to be shits until the end. <laughs> So funny, you motherfucker! Like the thing's just sitting there, dead, <coughs> and they're just up there laughing their asses off. Like, I mean, that would break my mind if I hadn't already yeah. gone insane in the TVA. I'd be like, "What uh. is happening?" <laughs> Somehow, uh. like robotic animatronic puppetry is weirder than like space lizard time lord. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you got me, time. You got me, TVA. <laughs> I guess I'm the <laughs> asshole for thinking it was space lizards. Uh, Fuckers. <laughs> very good. Anyway, again, another good episode. <laughs> yes, yes, very good. Very good. Uh, good to see. They got. They had to get their little bit of fan service in, so we got we got Sif to come back for a little bit. Yeah, I always love Sif. Yeah, uh, always underutilized. Um, yeah, although she does get to knee Loki in the balls a bunch. Multiple times. It's great. I don't know if that's underutilization. I think that's <laughs> perfect in my book. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that guy. She, okay, she was the most well utilized in Loki. It's true. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, no. It's not uh, even close, which is kind of sad. <laughs> it's really not. Uh yeah. Anyway, good episode and um uh, Man, just make... There's some really fun like action scenes in this. There are, yeah. There's nothing that like gets me as fucking hyped as there is in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but there's really good choreography mm -hmm. and the the fucking time sticks, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word, are, <laughs> are very fun to have in these sequences because you get to see yeah. people fucking disintegrate. Yeah, that's always fun. like, oh yeah, shit, the stakes are high. <laughs> And also, they've got a spear on the other end because fuck you. Sometimes you just gotta stab <laughs> so, <on> Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to disintegrate, it's not just enough stab to erase him. you from the timeline. I just gotta stab a bitch. <laughs> Give me it. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good stuff. Um, and this is where we realize that uh, Renslayer is uh, 
very uh, we're talking about underutilization. She doesn't do much in this show. She just kind of exists for most of it, and then at the end here, she's like, she's she has the same sort of thing of like, what's going on? I I, I don't know she what this is. Either. Like ominously coy for a lot of it. Yeah, and then when like everything the curtains like ripped away, she gets to you know be like a oh everything I knew is a lie. But she also takes it in a different way to almost everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well she's she's the company. She, she she's all about the company. The company yeah, um, she's the man. She's the man. She is the man. So of course when but not the man. When, yeah, not the man, man, but she's the man's later. She's, <laughs> sure, uh, you know, all of that gets taken away from us, and all of a sudden, it's like, well, what the fuck do, am I going to do now? This um, is all I've got left. Exactly. I've I've fucking disintegrated so many people and stabbed so many others. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, just thought I'd bring that up that she's she doesn't get to do much. <laughs> no, she doesn't, but. The the little that she gets to do, she's quite good at. Yes. Uh, Stupid name though, Renslayer. Yeah. Well, she she's very different from what she is in the comics too. So. Well, yeah, probably for the best. Mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Some of those comic things get real dumb. Mm. No way. Comics dumb. <laughs> Com- comics are weird. Never. What? <laughs> Uh, as Sylvie prepares their next move, Loki prepares to confess his feelings to her, but is pruned by a recovered Renslayer. Sylvie disarms Renslayer and attempts to interrogate her on the origins of the TVA, but finds she is also clueless. Instead, Renslayer informs her that Loki is alive in a void at the end of time, where Sylvie realizes that no branching timelines can be made due to the uncertainty surrounding time's end. When Renslayer uses Miss Minutes to summon a Minuteman unit to her aid, Sylvie prunes herself and is retrieved by Mobius in the void. Meanwhile, Loki meets the classic kid, boastful, and alligator variants of himself as they run, uh, all run from the storm-like entity named oh, Eliath, which... Yep. How would you spell that? A-L-I-A-T-H. That's that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Was that supposed to be a gotcha? Like, how stupid is this spelled? I wouldn't say that. It's just that's not how I was expecting it to be spelled. <laughs> I thought it started that, with an A. I got to point, point out that was a guess. I didn't actually know that ahead of time. <laughs> I thought it was Eliath, not Eliath. Right, right. Like Elias, but with a lisp. Exactly. Sure. Anyway, uh, their attempt to take refuge in a bunker fail as boastful Loki betrays them to try to ally with President Loki. (laughs) Good old President Ah! Loki. (laughs) Don't blame me. I voted for Kane. (laughs) In the brawl that follows, classic Loki leads. It's got so many layers, that joke. (laughs) It does. I didn't think about that. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, can't believe it. Not- I didn't. I missed <laughs> it completely. It only occurred to me because I fucked up the line. I voted for Kodos. Uh, yeah. 
I was like, okay, yeah, you can you can vote for Keg if you want. Uh, didn't even think about it. Shit. Oh, I'm a genius. <coughs> wouldn't have, I shouldn't have called it out on stream. <laughs> Fuck. <coughs> just a fraud. <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm back. Uh, theorizing Eliath to be only a gatekeeper to the true creator of the TVA, Sylvie devises a plan to enchant and neutralize the beast. This is what happens when you make me laugh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm such a comedic fucking talent. <clears throat> Loki chooses to remain with Sylvie. Mobius returns to the TVA to inform everyone there of their variant nature. And Kid Loki hands Loki his weapon. Classic Kid and Alligator Loki begin to walk away, but Classic Loki returns to assist Loki and Sylvie, sacrificing himself in the process. <coughs> I really wish they hadn't, like, distinguished the Lokis. I wish it was all just Loki. <laughs> Loki hands Loki his knife. Loki goes and helps Loki and Sylvie. <laughs> oh. This is ridiculous. Anyway, classic it's Loki's way run. better. Classic Loki oh, fuck, in that. So good in that fucking. Oh my god! This so stupid good. Stupid leotard without any muscles, and mm-hmm. he's got the big dumb horns. Giant oh, horns. Fantastic. So good. All the, all of the different Lokis, the variants are really good. This. So this is my thing, right? Is I kind of wanted this to be the entire show yeah and they save it for the last oh the second last episode and they don't really do a lot of it in the last one Mm -hmm. i'm remembering that right there's not there's none of it in the the last episode is pretty much 40 minutes of talking to kang so yeah yeah no that's i am remembering that right then Yeah. yeah uh the loki's are fantastic alligator loki doesn't have any fucking lines to say because he's an alligator but he's Mm -hmm. very good that is yep. a good alligator. Yep. Um. Yeah, I I, I love all the different Lokis and uh, and seeing all the different variants and it's uh, fan servicey without calling attention to itself, which is President what I Loki like. getting his fucking hand chomped <laughs> off, and screaming <laughs> the best scream. Yeah. Very good. Ah, uh, and yeah, like fucking. I don't know. I I could go on all day about how fucking cool the Lokis are. Boastful mm-hmm. Loki is fucking sick. Love yep. his look. Love his whole deal. Kid Loki's great. Mm-hmm. It's all great. With Eliath neutralized, the two cross a portal unveiled from the storm to inf- infiltrate the Citadel at the end of time. Encountering Miss Minutes inside, she's, she unsuccessfully tempts with a personalized offer from the true creator of the TVA, He Who Remains. Loki and Sylvie later meet He Who Remains himself, who informs them he had orchestrated their entry into his citadel and has them sit down for a chat. Meanwhile, Miss Minutes is ordered by Renslayer to retrieve files regarding to the TVA's founding, but she instead receives files about He Who Remains. Mobius arrives and informs Renslayer her variant nature is now known to all due to a coordinated effort between him and B-15. Following an argument regarding the free will of the variants, Mobius attempts to prune Renslayer when she opens a time door, but she easily disarms him. Instead of pruning Mobius again, Renslayer simply leaves the TVA headquarters to find her free will. 
And she just fucking bounces. Um, mm-hmm. I love that he who remains his whole thing is just, I planned for this. <laughs> Until uh, I don't know anything no. anymore. <laughs> it turns Until out. right. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just going to sit here and hope you don't kill me. But if you want to kill me, go for it. Yeah, I'm just going to like chew the scenery for a bit. hope that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I don't know what's happening with Jonathan Majors in real life at the moment, uh, but uh, this was a great introduction to Kang and uh, his performance is uh, fucking amazing. Um, yeah. He, he absolutely steals that last episode. He does. Yeah, He's absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Like when you said uh, the last episode is basically Kang talking for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. And on paper, that sounds boring as shit. But my God, does he make it compelling? Oh, it's really good. He's really good. Um, f- I've forgotten this entire time to talk about Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes is great. I love yes. Miss Minutes. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for more Miss Minutes. Tara Strong doing the voice. Yep. Uh, Hell and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Miss Minutes is great. And she she's back for season two. Um, imagine imagine hiring actual voice actors for voice roles. <laughs> That's crazy. Who'd do that? Mm, don't know. Not me. Not DreamWorks. That's for sure. Uh, he who remains reveals. <laughs> not DreamWorks. Not Illumination either. Honestly, not Disney. A lot of the time. <laughs> uh, not since Aladdin. Nah, no, it's not for a while. Aladdin ruined it for everyone. I mean, Aladdin had like, like Robin Williams. That was like the first like big stunt casting voice thing in a Disney yep. movie. It was like we're gonna make him like the main huge character in this movie, and it was such a big thing that it was like, well, now we're just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> not. Anyway, uh, back to Loki. Uh, he who remains reveals to Loki and Sylvie that he had founded the TVA in the aftermath of the multiversal war in order to prevent the rise of his malicious variants. He then gives the two a gambit. Kill him and unleash his variants or take over the TVA in his place. As the sacred timeline begins to form multiple branches, Sylvie, having lost her family to the TVA, rushes to kill he. That's literally what it says. I mean, look, his name is He Who Remains. He doesn't have another okay. name. Okay. So his middle name is Who? I guess... Yes. Last name remains. Okay. H.W. Rem... Remains. <laughs> uh, but Loki, not wanting to risk the prospect of a multiversal crisis, comes to He's Protection. Uh, that's so weird. After a brief you struggle. You could have, could have made it less weird by saying the man at the end of time's protection, but mm-hmm. the. They didn't want to do that. After a brief struggle, Loki and Sylvie's emotional emotional bond reach an apex and they kiss. But Sylvie opens a time door using He's Tempad and sends Loki back to the TVA. He who remains, having grown weary, does not resist when Sylvie kills him with her sword. The sacred timeline now destroyed, Sylvie collapses in regret over her murder, and Loki is left heartbroken about his lost love. Is it regret? <coughs> I don't think it's explicitly called out as regret. I think the synopsis might be reading too much into that. Uh, yeah, she. I doubt she. She doesn't have a huge regret. 
about it, but also there I'm is. Sure she regrets like the Loki part of this, but not, mm. not necessarily killing he who remains. She didn't fully believe that. He said she didn't fully believe it she was going to happen. Bluffing. Yeah, exactly. And so there, I think that she does feel a little bit like, oh yeah, I definitely. Did oh god, fuck. I fucked up. A I bit. may have fucked up a little bit here. <laughs> Might have screwed the poop. But also, I got to kill that guy, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, so, that <laughs> uh, he just wouldn't fuck shut up for like forty sandals. minutes. And uh, yeah, I love that. I love that they just fully go in on Loki loving another version of himself. Uh, I love that. That's mm-hmm. that's the fucking main uh, thrust of this show. That he just becomes infatuated with himself, and uh, no one loves Loki like Loki. Exactly. Uh, it's fucking amazing. It's it's like one of the best parts of this show for me. It's so fucking funny. It is, it is very good. Um. Yeah. So is that the end? That no. The we got. We got. We got a. A little thing that happens. Loki then rushes to the library where he encounters Mobius and B-15, attempting to warn them about variants of He Who Remains. They recognize him. Loki then notices a lone statue of a variant of He Who Remains in the place of the three Timekeeper statues, a regime change as a result of the multiversal crisis. Dun, dun, dun. So that begs, that begs some questions. Um... Uh, these are then, I guess, variants of Mobius and B-15, mm-hmm. as they don't know who Loki is. Um, I wonder if that's going to be addressed moving forward into season two, or if Loki will just somehow get his Mobius back, you know, somehow. It, um, yeah, I don't know if they're going to, if they're variants or if they're, they are the same and the time has been reset it's just earlier in the and timeline and yeah. they just haven't met it maybe um it's hard Time. to say we'll we'll find out in season two of loki we'll find out in time exactly in time but can, for now can, we just have to guess I can hear your soul drifting away <laughs> in time they turn to dust yep it's happening to us all Mm-hmm. Some quicker than others. Sure. I don't think that's how time works. I think it all happens at the same time. At the same time. Stop saying time. Time Please. happens at the same time. Time. <laughs> no, hate that. Let's now talk about our Starks and Stanks for Loki. Now I went first last week, and uh, now and it I'm is time for focused. me. To start with my Starks for Loki. Stylistically, one of the more unique MCU things. Retro future art deco, music, etc. I really love the style of this show, the aesthetics, the audio, auditory, all of it. Oral is the word you're looking for. Auditory. A-U-R-A-L. Auditory is also a word. Yeah, but not auditorial. <laughs> I wouldn't use it, but sure. Uh, anyway. You do you, fam. Yeah. I really like the style of this show. It's a good, fucking it's good to watch. It's fun to listen to. <laughs> it's good to watch, yes. 
No, I, I generally agree with the sentiment. Um, my first stock is very much along similar lines, mm -hmm. where I think the set design and costumes of this show are fantastic. They play into the aesthetic of the... Like, the aesthetic of the TVA is such a big part of this show and what makes it enjoyable for me. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, they fucking nail it. It's unique, but it's familiar in a lot of ways. It's just weird. It's futuristic, but retro. It's, yeah, it's a fucking cool thing. It is. Good stuff. My second Stark. Oh, you're your first Stark. That, that was my first that's Stark. That's what I thought. That's, why I, that's what I thought. And then I, that's why I was going to go to mine. And then I was like, no, no, well, no, maybe. You're, you're doing great. Okay, you're doing great. great sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second Stark. Uh, all great characters, not an unlikable one in the bunch. Just, I just like all the, all of them. I didn't, I didn't hate anyone in this show. I thought all the characters were good. Some were under, underutilized. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them do more, but, uh, yeah, like uh, acting wise and just character, like, uh, how well written everyone was. I really liked everyone in this show. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, similarly. My second Stark is, uh, I think Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston play really well off of each other. Their characters and, like, their, I guess, like, their affects as people. Tom Hiddleston, you get sort of a more proper uh, sort of vibe from him being British and mm. such. And Owen Wilson's Owen Wilson. <laughs> he once voiced a fucking car. Jodie Kachow. Uh, wow. I don't know. Like something about those two, they are so different in terms of like personality and vibe that they like exude. Sure. Well, disappeared again. Um, surely he'll come back. This happened last week as well. Hello again. Hello. Was it around? What What was the timing on that? Is it the exact same time? <laughs> I don't know. No, because I this is. I feel like this is going to be a short episode this week. We're, we've only been going for not even an hour yet. So, yeah. um, well, anyway, yeah, I think uh, I think those two are just really fun, uh, contrasting sort of characters and styles of people. I guess <laughs> it's really interesting to get those yeah. two in a room. They play off each other well. They do, yeah. All right. Now on to the Tell me what stakes. you hate about this show. <laughs> I've talked about it already, really. Uh, Ravona is underutilized and doesn't get to do much, and maybe we'll see more of, more of her and her backstory in season two, even though it is obviously more... It's not as it's not the same as in the comics, but um, be good to see her. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, right? Because uh, Renslayer in the comics is like on a personal vendetta against Kang, right? Mm -hmm. Just hunting him down. Yeah. And I guess they, well, they could had, roll that into this. They had a relationship at some point, didn't they? they... Yeah. Yeah. I assume so. I don't know. Kang's history is muddled <laughs> and confusing as it is meant to be. <coughs> um, But like they could, I could see them rolling that into this. She seems somewhat miffed about being lied to the whole time, but she's also a company woman. So yeah, sure. There's some mixed emotions on that. I'd like mm. to see it, but yeah, you're right. She didn't get nearly enough to do in this. The scenes with her and uh, Mobius are fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, they're like the few bits where she really gets to fucking work. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and um, yeah, season two, it'll be interesting to see uh, if she'll um, she'll be on the side of like trying to protect the TVA still, or if she'll um, I don't know, be doing something else. It, has she been in any of the uh, trailer stuff? I don't. Recall. I don't remember seeing her. I know she is in the show though. So okay, cool. Well, that's neat. Um, I agree with that. Uh, my first stank is that the potential for weird and wonderful settings and variant Loki's is held off for the most part. We don't get super weird or mm-hmm. super wonderful until we go to a completely alien planet in episode three and we're there for a bit yeah. and then it's back to the TVA. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind the TVA being the main setting for most of this. Yep. But you set me up with uh, a premise that allows like time hopping and dimension hopping and all this stuff, and you don't really do a lot with it until the end. Yeah, where it starts getting wild, and even even then, it's like they're just in a void, and then yeah, we're just in like not... some fucking hills out back. Yeah, exactly. They're not like hopping through different. The Thanos copter is there. The Thanos copter is there. And for some Thor, reason, these are things that are there because it was in a timeline that wasn't correct. Uh-huh. Just imagine there's a timeline out there that got pruned just because uh, Avengers Infinity War had Thanos rocking up in a fucking yellow helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that version. I also want to see that. <laughs> like, <laughs> see. If we could have seen shit like that, I would have been like, yeah, Loki's fucking stupid and I love mm-hmm. it. Now it's just like, Loki's really good. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree that they definitely could have done more with the time aspect of it. They they had free reign to just do whatever they wanted to with Loki. Um, and they kept it very um, fa- fairly straightforward. So I can understand where you're coming from there. I don't mind where they went with it. I don't mind it being more uh, yeah, ca- character-driven. But exactly. um, I can see where the, you're um, The final product is good on its own terms. But yeah. knowing what it could have been and having my like own ideas of where that sort of premise could have gone, I'm like, ah, it would have been neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's your second stamp? <laughs> My second stake might be the same as yours because you mentioned this the other day. No, no, I went and made a real one. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I couldn't think of another thing I hate about this show. So the logo sucks. <laughs> the logo's dog shit. <laughs> the, the title logo is so fucking terrible. It's been it's been down here the whole. The whole show, the people have been looking at it, and it's so fucking bad. It's the worst logo I've ever seen for a professional product. It looks like something like I clipped together in year four. (laughs) What if I use a different font for each letter? Oh, Oh, man, this is going to make me millions. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, like... I gotta, I gotta look at this bitch. <laughs> where, where you at, Loki terrible, logo? Terrible logo. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I get what they're going for. I understand the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Three of those letters aren't 
the worst things I've ever seen. I fucking hate that K. The K is the worst one, yeah. The K is the worst offender. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, it's so much so wider than bad. the others. It's so bad. Why does it look like that? No one writes a K like that. I don't know. Fucking idiots. Loki, worst show. <laughs> worst logo. Uh, I, I entirely agree with this, Stank. I didn't think it was big enough to, like... <laughs> mentioned so i tried to pick something a bit more serious i i sat here for like 10 minutes trying to think of a different thing and that's all i came up with okay well my second one and it's not it's not a strong stank we've already talked about it a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's less that i dislike it it's more that i think it's a weird way to do it Mm -hmm. is that uh we've got we've gone back to 2012 loki and he's kind of been retconned slightly because he's not the Loki we knew, he's now back to this one. Yeah. But now he's got to witness and have the information that the Loki that we knew had. And it's not quite a full, like, re-character development situation. It's a weird thing that's going on here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a weird way of handling that. And I'm not sure I can think of a better way to do it. Right. But I'm not a writer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But let, let's no, just get Loki to thing. sit down and watch the MCU for a bit, and he'll learn a lesson. <laughs> right? Maybe he'll get sad. He'll feel feelings, <laughs> as we all did. As we all did. Um, Especially watching yeah. Thor: The Dark World. Ugh. They only we showed him that feelings. one scene from Thor: The Dark World. They didn't show him the rest. Yeah. Luckily. Did they show him that one bit of uh, Endgame where Thor is fat and then he goes <laughs> home and has that like really <laughs> genuinely endearing moment where he's like, I'm still worthy because Loki would have been just like, what the fuck? Wait, he got fat? He can get fat? No, they just, they as soon as he died, they, really that was it. about me dying. As soon as he died, that was it. They didn't show him anything. Oh, yeah, I guess that. he doesn't get to see Bells. Yeah. Get to see anything. Um... Yeah, no, like like I said, I I agree. Uh, yeah, um, it's weird. It's not so much that it's bad, but it sure is weird. It is a weird thing, for sure. Now let us rank this bitch. <laughs> let us. Let us. Would you like to <laughs> do the honors of reading the list? Reading the list. All right. So our top five. We got Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yes. Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Endgame, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm just going to read the rest of the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Avengers, Black Panther, Captain America the First Avenger, WandaVision, Ant-Man, <laughs> Doctor Strange, <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming, Iron Man, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor the Dark World, and right at the bottom, Iron Man 2. Where it will live forever in infamy. Until Loki sees the Until Loki sees it too. <laughs> no. <laughs> surely uh, not. Surely not. Even if it's a stinker, season one still exists. It's true. Season There's no one way. Does still exist. There's no way season two could be that bad that it pulls down season one with it that much. 
I mean, we, we don't even know where we're, we're putting this one yet. But we're going to find out right now. Josh, where would you like to put Loki Season 1? Where would I like to put Loki Season 1? Well, I think as a total package, it is better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I agree. Uh, as much as I love certain aspects of that more than I like most of this, mm-hmm. more of this I like on a general level level better. I think it's just a better thing. Um, do I like it as much as WandaVision? And it it may occur to you that I'm comparing it to the streamed series and not the movies. Because mm-hmm. that's easier. They're very <laughs> similar in that regard because they're all streamed series. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think it's better than WandaVision? WandaVision has that last episode, which I don't love. Yeah. And the last episode of Loki is very good. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like mm. WandaVision, they're the like, thing. oh, it's MCU. So we got to finish on like this big thing. And they do, they do the big fight and things. Loki goes the complete opposite direction. Let's just have a 40-minute episode sitting in a room talking to the new bad guy for the MCU. Yeah, we're just going to talk to this guy for 45 minutes. And it's way yeah, more it is- compelling than anything that happens in that last episode of WandaVision. You're right. You're right. It is a very... Like, if we're just comparing last episodes, mm-hmm. totally agree. Loki shits all over WandaVision. Yeah. Um, I definitely like the first half of WandaVision more than I like the first half of Loki. It's fair. But the first uh, the first few episodes of WandaVision are very good. Yeah. They're uh, different sitcoms and stuff. I think I think there's just so much to consider going into this, right? Because like a lot of my love for WandaVision is in the uh, practical like recreations of these like types of fucking sitcoms and stuff. Yes, like they they were slavish to those uh, you know references and mm-hmm. uh, styles and choices. Yeah, and it really pays off. Loki, meanwhile, is not. Like it's it's definitely more cinematic MCU in terms of its look and feel. I mm. want to say, yeah, I would say it's better looking than a lot of the a MCU. lot of MCU. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> but um, a, a lot of its appeal is in the set design and the like all the attention to detail of the TVA. And I think I appreciate that more than replicating old sitcom stuff. If you know what I mean? Going for something uh, more original. Yeah. Like we've made something new. Yeah. And weird rather than we've made like, it, it sounds like I'm disparaging it, but it's, we've made something original and new and kind of weird. Yeah. Rather than we've replicated this old thing, doing it the old and like right way, yeah, which is admirable, and they do it really but it is well. Something that already existed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's something to be said about doing something that's been done before, but doing it very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think maybe, maybe all of like the cool design choices that go into Loki maybe clinch it for me. Mm-hmm. So I would say I would put it above 
WandaVision. Here's the thing for me. Yes. I Tell do I do like Loki more than WandaVision. Loki is my favorite MCU show so far. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, would I say it's better than Doctor Strange? I don't know. Like, yeah, like compa- comparing it to the shows. <laughs> but I, I would I say it's better <laughs> than Doctor Strange? Yes, I would. I think Doctor Strange has one phenomenal scene, mm-hmm. which is the uh, scene between Strange and the Ancient One as she's dying. There's right. the lightning storm and that whole scene. Yeah. Like that from start to finish is a spectacular scene. One of the best in the MCU. Yeah, but what about like all the d- d- buildings falling on themselves and stuff? All the crazy mirror dimension stuff. Yeah. It's definitely neat looking. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's a weird thing because those are like really cool uh, graphical effects mm-hmm. that I'm sure like. People fucking slaved over hot computers <laughs> making that. <laughs> just, it's just, oh, <laughs> just like imagine uh, Tony Stark beating the fucking steel in the uh, Iron Man <laughs> one cave, except it's a computer and then making it's graphics. A, it's a keyboard and they're just bashing it. Uh, uh. <laughs> Someone's in the back, like maybe this would be easier if you just. just uh, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I, no wonder would it help so if I framed <laughs> would it help if I framed this more as like what are Loki's shortcomings versus Doctor Strange's shortcomings yeah let's put Loki at 12 it is 12 uh, where I put it <coughs> hey, I don't have numbers on the uh, above one division on browser version yep um, I think that's I think that's fine. I don't know. I, I just say I was just looking at it before and I was like like I I yes, Loki's like way better than one division to me. Um sure. and but then I'm thinking and then I just saw Doctor Strange, I was like, oh that movie has so many cool moments to me. Um like it has cool but moments. it's mostly just like the cool action and stuff. It has really cool, like, <clears throat> visual effects. It's got the cool, like, opening of Strange's mind where he gets fucking shot into space and there's yeah. all the hands with the little baby hands. Yeah. Like, there's cool visuals, for sure. There's but, cool visuals in Loki, too, but they're all mostly, like, in terms of set design and costuming and more practical, mm-hmm. like, detail-oriented things. Yeah. From, um, a, from a plot p- plot perspective, though, I, I'd and from character perspective, perspective i'd say loki is better than yeah strange. look doctor strange is pretty by the numbers it's yeah. a superhero origin story but with magic yes uh cool stuff happens in it but like my argument here would be is it better than ant-man yes because ant-man is a very like specifically comedy thing uh-huh. here yeah and i feel like that needs to be uh well, this is the this is the thing when we're comparing the MCU is like a lot of this stuff's different, especially now that we're talking about the TV shows. Next yep. week we have Black Widow, and yep. then and we're back what into if? the realm of like, <laughs> yeah. Well, with Black Widow, we're back into the realm of like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, fucking 
Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah. Into that espionage realm, and yeah, it's so disparate. Uh, yeah, and then we got a, a a show that's just animated, like little separate wish fulfillments. Yeah, so it's like it's just happens with the MCU that you, you they just are you are literally to, uh, comparing apples and oranges exactly in some cases exactly. Okay, so yeah, it's. It's a fucking weird one. Just have to, uh, you know, just think about them as your overall enjoyment yeah. and also... And when, we're never going back to, like, alter rankings on this. Once they are right. locked in, they're locked in. I'm not. Mm-hmm. We're not fixing any of these after the fact. Except for Loki. And I apparently. feel pretty... <laughs> well, well, series is, we've already said at the top of this episode, they're going to have to live by certain different rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Loki at 12 seems fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like above the mark of this is quite good. Mm-hmm. Which is the Iron Man mark? It's above Iron Man, but you know, it's... and it's above it's 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 above the shit mark, which is well, not shit. It's above the this is getting rough mark at Age of Ultron by a yes. long margin. Yeah, wide margin. Uh, you know, it's not it's below First Avenger, above One Division. That's a good place to be. I think so. Yeah. All right, I, I'm comfortable with that. Let's do it. Loki, season one. Uh, Not Loki, season one. Loki. Mm. Is it number 12? Loki for now. (laughs) Yes, Loki for now. Is it number 12? Until season two comes out and we have to re-rank it. Maybe it'll stay there. Who knows? Yeah, in in the event that the season is just like, Fine, I don't think it goes down any. No. I don't think it goes up any at all. We'll see. It's going to be weird. You will see. So, um, yeah, those uh the final rankings as of <coughs> how many weeks into this thing are we? How many? Uh, well, we now have 26 on the list. Okay, the, the final rankings as of episode 26 of Stark or Stank. Captain America the Winter Soldier at number one, Thor Ragnarok number two, Avengers Endgame number three, Iron Man three number four, Guardians of the Galaxy number five, Avengers Infinity War at number six, Captain America Civil War at number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two at number eight, mm-hmm. the Avengers at number nine, Black Panther at number ten, Captain America the First Avenger at number eleven, and Loki at number twelve, with all the other ones that I said before after it. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> And there we go. Loki is at number 12. I'm very happy with that, yes. Um, Did you think you were going to have to work harder for that? I thought I, I thought I was, but you just went and put it right there, which is... which is. I'm trying, I'm trying my best to be somewhat objective about this. Okay. all right. Good stuff. Next week, we will be talking about Black Widow. Just a movie. A single I'm movie. Excited. I'm also excited. I haven't watched a movie in ages. (laughs) I haven't watched a movie in ages, and I also haven't watched Black Widow since um, just just after it came out on home release. 
So yeah, I think I've watched it twice. Yeah, I watched it in cinemas and I've watched it once at home. You watched it in cinemas? Yeah. It came straight to Disney Plus. Didn't? We were in lockdown when that came out. Nah. Black Widow. Were we not? Cinemas. Um. Well, what what date did it come out? Black Widow release. July 2021. We were not in lockdown. Because <clears throat> if we were, I wouldn't oh, have seen it in cinemas. Simultaneously, it was simultaneously available on streaming the day after. Yes. Yeah. So that's where I watched it. That's where you watched it. I was like, fuck going back to the cinema. <laughs> Uh yeah no I I went and watched that I, I I have seen every single Marvel movie in a cinema. Fuck you. So there we go. How dare you. Something you can never say ever again. Because you missed the very important Black Widow movie. It's a shame that movie should have been more important than it was. Yeah, it really should. It have really been. wasn't. Maybe they should have released it like four years before they did. Maybe. Maybe they should have made a Black Widow movie fucking multiple years before that. Uh-huh. But they didn't. They, they did didn't. it when they did it. And... <laughs> yes, they did do it when they did do it. That's it. That's correct. That's what happened. And here we are to review it and rank it next week. Right any, here uh, on Stark and Starkle State. Forgot the name of Any show. preliminary thoughts on that, uh... On that film before we get to our rewatch, how do you feel about Black Widow? It's very. Do you feel about Black Widow? Middling. Yeah. It's a movie I, I watched, and I yeah. go and I went. That was a thing that I enjoyed. I didn't hate it. <laughs> enjoyed? Question mark. <laughs> I uh, think I liked it. David Harbour's. I remember David Harbour being really good in it. Yeah. And Florence um, Pugh's there. And Florence Pugh's great. Florence Pugh. Uh, is awesome. Um, yep. Apart from that, can't really remember a whole lot. There's that one Nirvana song. Ugh. Yeah, there no? is. I mean... Not a fan? I'm a fan of Nirvana. That's a, that's it's a not, weird reaction to that one Nirvana song. It's not by Nirvana in the movie, though. It's a cu- very slow oh, God, cover version. Oh, God, it is. <laughs> Shit. Which is not, not a good way to start a movie. I'm sorry. Uh, slow. Don't you love the slow, like, melancholic no. oh, rock covers? Uh, uh, the, there's a movie coming out, The uh, Voyage of the Demeter, the... Oh, the, the Dracula, Dracula yeah. yeah. Uh, and in the trailer, um, they play, um, is it Bullet with Butterfly Wings, World is a Vampire? Yeah. Yeah. They do just, like, two lines from that song in the trailer. Like, it just okay. goes, World is a Vampire. to that's it. Like, the, the, <laughs> there's different music throughout the trailer, and one section of the trailer just has those two lines, 
And that's the only part of that song in the whole trailer. It makes me want to watch that movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it kind of looks sick. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it, it, it looks Who knows? interesting. It's, it's like modern horror. That's so... This, this looks very 2000s to... horror. Like that Ooh, that period of me. like those those sort of vampire movies they were putting out in that time. Are you trying to say Van Helsing? Like what are we No, like um what kind of vampire is, movies Dra- is Dracula two thousand? Was that what that was I feel like that was a movie that exists. I thought you were gonna say like forty days of night. Dracula two thousand. Um <laughs> which is also known as Wes, Wes Craven Presents Dracula 2000. Um, I don't know. you got to know that he was presenting it. <laughs> he didn't didn't direct it. He's just presenting it. <laughs> he just shows up at every screening. He's like, ta-da! <laughs> Dracula 2000, you guys. I'm off to direct uh, screen. I've got to go to the next screening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Personally, shows up at every cinema. But yeah, like like Dracula two thousand and Stigmata, like they they this kind of that kind of era of like before vampires were sparkly, edgy. Just before then, edgy Dracula vampires. You know? Yeah, sure. Okay, I can get behind that. I can get behind vampires of most kinds. But it's also like. Set on an old ye oldie boat, so well. I, I, <coughs> I, we're getting way off topic here. That's okay. This is a podcast <laughs> about Marvel movies. Um, but I recently read the uh, the book Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. and there's a large section of that book where he's just his coffin's on a boat headed towards that's, England. That's is it that? Is it's it that, that boat? It's that. I'm, I'm fucking they made in, a movie I'm out of that. that, the beginning of that That's book. That's cool, because you get uh, the journal entries of the captain from that fucking ship, and he's having a yeah. bad time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like <laughs> it'd be a great time. time. People having just a, start going missing and shit. It's uh, so good. Having a Batman chasing you around. Just hear from below decks, where are the other drugs <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for listening or watching. We'll see you again next week for Black Widow. Goodbye. Bye. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy. You think? You think? I am Iron.